Welcome to the Scoop and Score podcast. Remember, if you enjoy the show, share with your friends and family. Uh, last episode, we went over the top 10 QBs and running backs. This episode, we'll be going over the top 10 wide receivers and tight ends. To help me do so, I have Jack Wilson and Joe Crossdeck on the phone. Can you guys hear me all right? Yep, you hear All right. Uh, before uh, we get into our list, how about we go over a couple uh, sports news that are going on. Uh, big time, and I do want to ask Joe this question. Uh, big 10 and Pac-12 postponed their uh, football season for the spring. Joe, since you're a Huskers fan, how's that impacting you? Well, you know, I'm pretty upset about it. Uh, I really could care less if the bars or Walmart or whatever closed up because of the virus. But all I wanted was my college football season. Now it doesn't look like we're going to be in the end. So I'm not exactly too happy. Yeah, and uh, it's reported that Iowa and Nebraska both voted to play, but the rest of the Big Ten uh, voted not to. What do you think about that? That's the only time we'll agree on anything, I think. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Big 12 is going forward, though, and uh, since you lives in, live in Ames, uh, are you excited to at least have football back in Ames? Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm guaranteed they won't, probably won't have bands in the stands or uh, tailgating, really, though. That's kind of the best part about it when you live in the college town. Otherwise, you can watch the game about anywhere. Yeah, that's true. I don't think the, uh, the excitement will probably be the same, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and this goes for both of you guys. Uh, do you think there there'll be any uh, team switching conferences? Because uh, I know Husker or the Big Ten commissioner uh, pointed out like if you leave the conference, we're getting the money back for the Big Ten uh, network uh, uh, TV deal stuff like that. Do you guys think there'll be any uh, conference switching? I don't think so. I, there's been a lot of there's been talk about. Jack, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll see anybody move. Just I could be a lot of effort for a season. I know. Yeah, uh, kind of what Joe said. But I mean, I don't really care what the Huskers, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be some crazy stuff, though. Like a giant oh, SEC be- or something. news when that comes. Uh, also in the NBA, uh, Pelicans, Kings, Wizards, and now the uh, Spurs have been eliminated from uh, uh, the playoffs, which leave uh, the Trailblazers, Suns, and Grizzlies. Uh, if Trailblazers win tonight, then the Suns get in, and they just went 8-0 in the four, uh, or in the eight uh, seeding game, so that's, I don't know how that happened. But uh, right now, he really is. Right now, Grizzlies are playing uh, to get in, and then uh, if Trailblazers win, they might be the eighth seed also. So, Damian Lillard just went for 61 points, too. So, Big game, game time. Yeah, it was. I watched that one against the Mavericks. It was 
It was a really good game. I enjoyed myself. Uh, UFC, Daniel Cormier this Saturday is, uh, well, by the time this comes out, he's already fought, but he has his last uh, fight of his career, or so he says. Any of you guys going to be watching that? I don't have TV, so no. <laughs> you guys still don't have TV? Oh, no. <laughs> Until the 24th, at least. Well, you could go to a bar, Joe. It sure could. Maybe I will. Who knows? All right. And then uh, some NFL news. Lamar Miller goes to the Patriots. Everson Griffin to the Dallas Cowboys. Mike Daniels to the Bengals. Uh, Jack, what uh, sticks out to you as the bigger deal in that of those three? Um, I would say it's kind of a tie between uh, Everson Griffin and Mike Daniels because the Everson Griffin is huge because they need some help on the D-line. They've already got a really good linebacker set. They also need a little bit of help on the secondary, but I think mean, that's a big one. Like, he's a stud, but then also Mike Daniels going to the Bengals, that's going to be huge for them. Yeah, both. They're kind of really doing a good job of rebuilding this year. Yeah, both uh, teams look to have very good uh, defensive lines now. I'm excited to see how that works out. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Kittle gets a five-year, $75 million uh, extension, most tight end money in uh, the history. And also, Kelsey signed a deal shortly afterwards, that four-year, $57 million deal. Joe, uh, how? Bi- well, with the Kelsey deal, do you think they're picking Kelsey over Tyreek Hill, or do you think they're going to be able to sign both? Uh, I think they'll find a way to keep them both. Um, what was what was Kelsey stealing in on that back? <clears throat> uh, four year, fifty seven million. Four year, yeah. Well, Kelsey's what thirty now. Yeah, thirty thirty one. So I, I really, this will be the last time Kelsey really gets paid. I think, and I think they're just kind of rewarding him for what he's given him so far. And they're probably gonna structure it a little differently going forward so that they have more money spread around. But I think he's still. We'll get into Kelsey here in a bit, and I, I think he deserved that money pretty good. Yeah, both of them did. They yeah. Best tight end. So, uh, with that being said, should we get into our list? Yes. All right, let's do uh, wide receivers first. Uh, this is the top ten wide receivers for the 2021 season. Uh, I will make my number one pick first. I think it's going to be Devontae Adams. Uh, oh, interesting. I had Rodgers 6 in my QB rankings, but uh, with a lack of deep weapons, uh, Adams is set up for to have really great numbers, and, I mean, Aaron Rodgers loves him already, so I don't think he needs to uh, earn, any, earn any more uh, trust with him. So I think that was a... It might be a little bit risky, but I like my pick. Uh, Jack, you want to go next? Yeah, I have Mike Thomas still. Mike Thomas is still going to be a stud. Yeah. He's too big too good on the release, and Breeze is still going to be Breeze. And hopefully they get Kamara going. I mean, they get Kamara going, I, still, I think that's probably going to help Michael Thomas a lot even. Yeah. Alright, Joe? Uh, I got Michael Thomas as well. Uh, you know, put up, puts up great numbers, and you know, he's got a great team, great quarterback all around him, and you might you know, you think, well, maybe that's why he's so good, but really, he just does it so good with all that help. Like, if you want all that help, he's the best option with that. And he uses it all so well. He's just number one flat out in my book. He's always there. He's always yeah. there. He's just always right, you know, right where he needs to be, right? You yeah. know, it's perfect. Exactly. All right. Uh, my number two is Michael Thomas. Uh, I do think he is the number one, uh, like, best wide receiver. But uh, for this year, uh, I think with more defensive attention, maybe a more uh, running uh, attack approach uh, since Drew Brees is getting a little bit older and stuff. I think Thomas's production will go down, um, especially his catches because those aren't. I mean that he made history, so I expect a drop off a little bit. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, I can see a drop off, but I mean it's still like I mean dropping off from the record. He could drop off like ten catches. That's still fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there. Even even if he does have a down year for Michael Thomas, that's a great year for everybody else. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Jack, what was your number two? I, I went with DeAndre Hopkins still because 
It's DeAndre Hopkins. He's big and he's fast. He can play anywhere at the receiver position. The only thing that's kind of like going to be fun to see is how Kingsbury uses him, having Kyler Murray as a quarterback, you know, second year. Hopefully he doesn't have a sophomore slump, but get to see how they do it with him because, you know, their style is more like short passes with RPOs always in them. So, but I think Kingsbury having a really good receiver will be kind of fun to see him go off with him and then seeing if Larry can still do his thing. Okay. Uh, Joe? Uh, I got Julio Jones at number two. Uh, Ooh. You know, I, it's rough. It's, you know, the Falcons, I don't think they're going to be very good. They're going to be rough here, but I still think Julio's going to get his numbers. He's still going to have a good year. And I think that's, you know, kind of why he's at number two is like he's still going to have a good year on a rough team. Okay, yeah, they're going to be yeah. passing a lot to catch up. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, what was that? And it's Julio. Yeah. Like, come on. All right. My uh, number three is Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, this is a big, like, if Big Ben and Juju both can stay healthy. But uh, we never actually got to see Juju as the main guy with Big Ben. And, uh if Big Ben comes back the way that he was or even just like a little drop off uh, I think we're looking at Antonio Brown numbers for Juju so that's why he is at my number 3 spot uh, yeah, well, I, for number three, Jacob. I know Jack um, for 3 I originally had uh, Julio but I kind of changed it to it's Devontae Adams because you know He's probably, I think he's probably the best route runner in the league. Um, kind of having the trust of Aaron, you know, he's like the one guy that's been with him now since Monte Adams came to the league. He's been his only quarterback, so he's got that relationship. And I mean, obviously, hopefully we can see Aaron Jones being, having another good year, kind of help him with that. And then maybe if Lazard or... Um, well, this Scantling can actually do anything this year, or Kumaro even. Yeah. I think it's going to help him a lot, too. Like, just having other people show up a little bit, like, even if it's early in the game, because then Devontae's still going to get his numbers, but, like, that could help him get Take some pressure off. More. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe? Uh, number three, I got Devontae Adams as well. You know, uh, he's been with Aaron Rodgers for a while. He's kind of got a good relationship. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good year this year, uh, you know. And they got one more year with that new OC, right? And I'm pretty sure he's more of a passing guy still, right? Then what's his name? Jack? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who the top is. They got another, he's got another year with him. So, you know, another year under your belt with the OC. And Aaron Rodgers always helps. The wide, you know, the wide receiver ranking, if you have Aaron Rodgers throwing you, you're going to be pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, number four, I got DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, new QB, new offense, but still crazy talent. And I think with Kingsbury, uh, I think he's going to try and get it to him as much as possible just because he is such a big weapon for him. And for such a young quarterback, it helps to have that reliable guy. Um, Jack? Um, four, at Julio. You know, I had the kind of similar with Devontae. Matt um, Ryan and Julio's chemistry is is big and the dude loves football and I'm pretty sure he uses gorilla glue on his gloves because he catches everything it's just Julio he's a freak alright when do you think Julio like starts to go down with age because I mean he's what 31 32 yeah I don't know I don't know I feel like I feel like his will be kind of similar to like how Larry's doing it you know like he's still doing his thing which is not as like at such a high rate but I mean I don't know I would probably bet it's in two years he'll have like the, he, he's either going to have a big drop off or he's going to retire okay hmm. uh, Joe uh, my number four I got Tyreek Hill okay. uh, he's on a great team and uh He's got speed, speed kills, and, you know, that, that saying is about Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't think any of the other weapons will hurt his production? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I think he's, he 
knows what his role is and how he plays the game. He's one and a kind, or yeah, yeah. he's just he's gonna do his thing. And some, you know, having other good receivers might detract a little bit from how often he gets to do what he wants to do. But I mean, that still doesn't mean he's not gonna break a game wide open every now and then like he does. Yeah. Yeah, maybe one week he has 50 yards, and I still have 200. Who knows? Yeah. All right, so for my number five, I got Chris Godwin. Uh, I think Chris Godwin's skill set is perfect for Brady, and uh, Godwin's youth and production uh, from last year kind of excites me for this year. So I put him in the top five. That was probably one of my riskier ones. Uh, What did you always got as risky ones, dude? What? (laughs) Well, you got to risky. Yeah. What? I only have Juju you're, you're as... Devontae Adams. Alright, I mean, not as risky, but still. I don't know, that was my riskiest one. Alright. Alright, uh, Jack. My number five is Tyreek Hill. Because his speed is a game buster. And he's got all those other guys that are not as fast, but still super fast around him that you can't just be like, all right, we've got this super fast corner. We can throw a safety over top to help. I mean, like, you can do that, but there's all those other, like, threats, so you kind of have to be able to do that. And I think that he's going to get involved with doing a lot more, like, the jet sweeps and stuff. You know, I know they did that last year, but I feel like they're going to do a lot more this year. Okay. That'd be exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joe? Uh, My number five, I got Mike Evans. Okay. I think he's a. I think he can be a top tier talent, but uh, there's a lot of question marks about this season, how it's going to go, and I don't know how well you know him and Tom will be together. And you know, their receiving core really is. They're pretty darn good, and you know, I don't know how well with the new quarterback. Like I said t- last time, Tyreek Hill. I don't think he'll get you know lessened by having so much production around him. But with the new quarterback, I just don't know how. Uh, Mike Evans' production will be with all that around him in a new system, I guess, we're getting at. Yeah. Why is Mike Evans less risky than Chris Godwin? Because both of them finished in the top 12 last year. I don't know. Is it because Mike I'm Evans just longevity? Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans, yeah, he's been around a little bit longer, and he's been very good for a long time with the garbage quarterback. Okay. I understand that. All right, my yeah, number six... My number six is Julio Jones. Uh, I think Gurley, Ridley, and Hurst kind of take some uh, targets away, um, and that's what made me uh, take him out of the top five. But still, the Ryan Julio connection is uh, is obviously still strong, and uh, he's not too old yet. So number six is where I put him. Uh, Jack, do you think? Wait, do you think that? Uh, do you think that having Todd Gurley back if he has a productive year? Like he should. I think that he's going to help Julio though, because then they're going to actually have a like a good ground game going. That's going to open up his passing lanes a little bit more. I mean, yeah, it could. I just uh, one, I'm pretty high on uh, Hayden Hurst, um, and then also I think Ridley kind of comes into his home, own too. So I think that just sure. takes some targets away from uh, Jones. Yeah. But yeah, Gurley definitely could help. I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. All right. uh, for my number six, I had Mike Evans. Um, kind of same thing as Joe. Better quarterback play, I bet, brings up Mike Thomas's or Mike Evans's numbers. Um, and with Chris Godwin being Chris Godwin, I think that I, I honestly think that probably helps because, like, while Mike, I think that Mike Evans is kind of going to be like having like a second Gronk on the field because he's so fucking big. But yeah, red zones could I be up. What's that? Red zone targets could be up with Gronk on the field, too. Maybe they're focused on Gronk and Mike Evans is left in one-on-one coverages in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, you got, like, your three areas. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk. And I think, I think Evans will end up getting a little bit more because while Brady hasn't normally, or hasn't recently had a guy that can just go up and get the ball, I think he's going to enjoy having the guy that just can throw it up and go up and get it like that. I think that'll be fun to see. Yeah. All right, Joe? Uh... My number six, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I got DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, not really a knock on him being at six, 
I just I don't have very much faith in the Cardinals, really. Oh, fans of the show know that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, 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 that was a top ten receiver, but it's just I don't think he's going to be top five with the Cardinals. Okay. Hmm. All right, so for my number seven, I had uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, injuries has uh, gotten in the way in past years. He didn't really have uh, the year everyone thought they would. Um, or Yeah, that Cleveland had last year. But I believe in Cleveland this year. I think their uh, offense gets it going, and I think OBJ does work. Uh, so this is the year that Cleveland gets it going. Yep. I hope that Baker has a good year. Yeah, yeah, I plan on, I mean, obviously I think I'm the highest on OBJ, so hopefully he doesn't make well, me look stupid. Seven. All right, Jack? Uh, my number seven, I had Juju, because he was injured last year, didn't really get to see him be the star receiver, and Big Ben was hurt, and they've got a young receiving core, I think, that could end up being decent, getting some help from... Uh, Washington and then the Johnson, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. And uh, and Big Ben, I mean, he's still. I think he's got one of the best deep balls. So I think that Juju with him, if they can both stay healthy, like you said, will be a good connection. But okay, and um, I'm not sure how to put this, but like with James Conner having like kind of injury prone and stuff like that, do you think it helps? Juju and like that receiving core if they're not able to run the ball because I mean uh, Big Ben's not prone to uh, throwing it a lot of times see I think I think it helps but not in the sense of like efficiency them not being able not that, them not being able to run the ball but I think that them being able to like put in like give James Carter the break put in Samuels or even Snell or whoever else they have back running back they can rotate people in a lot more so that you don't know if they're going to run it with them, if they're going to pass it when they're in. Like You aren't going to know like what back is going to be running it, which back is going to be in there to block or do whatever. Yeah. But I think it's going to cause a little bit more confusion. And Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think we're going to do a uh, top coaches for this next season, so... I like that. He will definitely be... Up front. He'll be on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven, I have Mari Cooper. Okay. I think he's just a strong, all-around, good wide receiver. Okay team. Gonna have an R. Pretty good year. Okay. Uh, does it, like, uh, when you were when you were making this list, did it, like, scare you at all with uh, C.D. Lamb coming now or a new coach? Well, you know, it does and it doesn't. Uh, Mari Cooper's been pretty darn good for like what, the last five years, really. I mean, he's not putting up the craziest numbers, but he's always been a consistently good guy. I mean, he's not great, but he's always consistently good. And I don't know. It's just it's a weird situation where I don't know if it's going to help or detract from his production this year. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I did not... Okay, so for my number eight, I got Kenny Galladay from the Lions. Uh, led the league last year in receiving touchdowns, and uh, he did that without having Matt Stafford for half the year. Uh, pretty high on Galladay, and I had Stafford in my top ten for uh, quarterbacks. So I think with a full year from Stafford, Kenny Galladay will be easily top ten. I might have put him too low. Uh, Jack? Uh, my number eight, I had Mark Cooper. Me and Joe are just like one off on all of these. It's kind of insane. It really is. <laughs> uh, I had Mario up there because he's got the good size, good speed. He also has a good group of receivers around him. I think CD Lamb coming in. It's gonna it's gonna be fun to see what he does there. But I think the biggest thing that's gonna help him is having McCarthy there as new coach who loves to set up the deep play actions. And they're going to see. I think Zeke's going to have a huge year this year because um, McCarthy likes to run the ball. He likes to set up the run. He likes to use the run first. But I think it's going to help 
helped him get kind of a little bit more open looks having those guys around him and then them using Zeke a little bit more efficiently than Garrett did. Okay. Sucks at coaching. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't good. Uh, Joe. Uh, my number eight is Stephon Diggs. I think he's going to have a good year with the new team and uh, Bill's Mafia. Let's go. Wow. And so are, tables, baby. Are you, uh, are you on the Bills train now? Well, I don't know. Maybe. You should. I would, I would love to join that train. <laughs> it looks like a fun ride. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to number nine. I have Tyreek Hill. Uh, just the amount of options the Chiefs have scare me, uh, putting him any higher. Uh, but the, just the speed in Mahomes' arm equals top ten no matter what. Um, I mean, even if Mahomes got hurt, I still see Tyreek Hill having the numbers to get into the top ten. Uh, Jack? Uh, my number nine, I had Keenan Allen. That's kind of my risk, risk put up there because... He's been consistent over the last year, so we have Philip Rivers, who just loves to air it out. Um, but he's a bad man. He's got a great beard. Um, I'll be curious to see if his numbers can stay up with the QB change, what they're going to do there, and how they're going to play it. But I think that having the uh, improvements on the offensive line is going to help him, too. So I think I still think he's going to have a good year. I think he'll make this top set. All right. And uh, do you think... Uh... What? Who do you think's better at route running? I know you said Devontae Adams before, but I mean Keenan Allen's pretty good too. I can't. I just. I think that Devontae Adams, the looseness when he has his routes being run is second to none. Ooh. All I think right. It's just because I watch him the most. I don't know. Yeah. Keenan Allen's a really, really good route runner. All right. Uh, Joe, you're number nine. Well, Jack, I got Keenan Allen. Uh, <laughs> look at us go. There we go. Finally figured it out at nine. Um, all the reasons Jack said, really. I mean, my biggest question mark is the quarterback situation with him. I, you know, I don't know how it's going to go. He could end up, you know, the top five receiver. He could end up not even in the top fifteen. That's how the quarterback goes. But he's still going to be, you know, he's he has the talent to be good. Okay, I like that answer. Uh, my number ten, I have Adam Thieland. Uh, figuring out whether uh, it will be. Diggs or Thielen's game is over. Uh, the age kind of scares me. He uh, kind of got into his prime late, uh, but should have career targets and hopefully uh, puts up career numbers as well with Diggs not being there. But no Diggs distraction. I don't know. Yeah. I think that you're going to see a big drop in his numbers. Really? If anything, I think Justin Jefferson. I, I would. I would make a bet with you right now that Justin Jefferson has more yards than Adam Thielen. Alright, we'll get into that uh, once this episode uh, gets over, but I'd, I'd take that bet. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Jack, you're number 10. Uh, my number 10, Joe, I have some fun digs. Got a little flip-flop there, but still, <laughs> still on with it. Uh, digs going to new team, clearly going to be the number one receiving guy. Um, he wants the ball more than anybody on the field. And he'll cry if he doesn't get it. <laughs> and Allen's got the strongest arm in the league, so I think he's going to have huge numbers. I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Hopefully Devin Singletary, too, has a big year, which which is one reason. Like, I wanted to put Diggs a little bit higher, but I think having Singletary there, John Brown's still there, right? Yep. So I think I think that they do a good job more of distributing the ball. So I think, I think Singletary's going to have a lot more dump-offs because... He's a good he's a good pass catcher, but he's also a good runner, so he's gonna be he's gonna be a big threat, I think, this year. Look for my fantasy if you guys are listening, you know, one little tip there. Alright. Uh Joe. Uh ten, I got Kenny Galladay, or whatever his name is. Detroit yep. Galladay. Um, you know, he's putting up touchdown numbers. I think he's gonna continue to do that, but I don't think he's gonna be anything crazy like the receivers that I've gone through on this list already, but he's still gonna be a top ten receiver. Just not exactly the most exciting one. Right. So no one had Chris Godwin in their top ten. I have them honorable mentions. All right, let's go through honorable mentions. Um, my two are Mike Evans and Cortland Sutton. Uh, Mike Evans, I think Godwin will have more targets, and Gronk will uh, kind of steal some red zone looks. But uh, I really like Mike Evans, and uh, 
It, it kills me not to have him in the top ten, but I'm going with it. And also, uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, breakout season last year excites me, but a young QB, and they uh, added weapons, and uh, other young uh, guys like Noah Fan are developing, so I don't know if he cracks that top ten for me. Uh, Jack, you have an honorable mention? Hold on, Jacob, just a second here. I was, I was wondering, uh, how many of your picks are coming off an injury this year, or how many are like up and down here, and you're expecting them to have a big jump this year and be a top ten receiver? Like coming off a down year? Yeah, or an injured year. Uh, like six. Juju. Uh, Devontae <laughs> Adams had an injury last year, but he still did well. Uh, Odell. Um, my Adam Thielen was injured, and. Yep. Juju. Yeah, I said Juju. Okay, I didn't hear that. Hey, I. I don't oh, know. So you're, you're about projections here. You're thinking. You're, uh, you're going out there. Well, that's what it's I gonna think's going to happen. I think it's going to be a crazy year for these new guys. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Jack. Uh, my honorable mentions, I have Chris Godwin, OBJ, but then I also wanted to put in uh, Kenny Galladay, and then I think that Devontae uh, Parker's going to have a good year. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. I want to see... It's either going to be a bad year or it's going to be a great year. I like the Devontae Parker. He lit it up last year. And, and you know, Tua has always had just freak receivers, so he's got another one with Devontae Parker who just does his thing. So I think that could be a really good connection. I like it. Joe? Uh, see, I went more of, like, the injury route where my uh, honorable mention. So I got Juju, Adam Thielen, and Odell. <laughs> there. I don't know. I think any of them. I'm not sure if any of them could be top ten, or they can be top ten, but there's a lot of question marks why I didn't put them. Why I didn't put them there. Okay, so we we no wonder uh, my my rankings are never aligned with yours, Joe. I guess. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we will get to uh, top tight ends. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. Alright, we are now doing the top t- top 10 tight ends for the 2021 season. Uh, I will start us off. Number one, we talked about him earlier, George Kittle. Uh, with Emmanuel Sanders gone, Debo Samuel getting hurt, uh, I see Kittle getting a massive target share, and uh, he's just a bad man. Well, don't you think all those other weapons on the Chiefs are going to detract from Kelsey's production, Jacob? Do I think that? Uh, well, I don't know. He's always had decent weapons around him. Kelsey. Right. Just the same question you asked for Tyreek on the Chiefs. You know, it's a similar. Yeah, kind but. Of situation. Uh, well, I mean, Tyreek has a smaller target share. He's just like a big production with those targets. So I think it's a little bit different. Um, Jack, your mom just texted me. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think Travis Kelsey is more like a safety blanket than uh, Tyreek is. I was going to say, I, I think that, if anything, having all those other weapons around Kelsey helps it because they're all flying out of the gates and then Kelsey can sit down in the middle where it's wide open and just get yards and yards and yards. Yeah, because he's either going to have a linebacker on him and just outrun him or a safety that he can just outmuscle. Uh, but yeah, with Kittle... I mean, we've seen it. His run after catch is crazy. Contested catches. Um, dumb offensive pass interference in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Jack, take it away with your number one. Yeah, I'd kill as well. Dude loves football. Does everything a thousand percent. Iowa boy. But he's also a man amongst boys. And he's playing with mediocre receivers, so helps him a lot. Yep. Joe? And, and he blocks really well. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how tight end play. Their, their only job is not catch the ball. Their job is fucking block, too. And he does a great job with that. Like that psycho eyes that he had when he blocked whoever that was in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, he's pancaked a couple guys. It's impressive. Freak. Freak. Joe, go ahead. I got Kelsey at number one. Oh. Yeah. I think he's the best quarterback's favorite target. Uh, I think he's, his 
floor this year is crazy high still, and his ceiling could be a lot higher. He only had six touchdowns last year. Yeah. Uh, he could have a lot more. Uh, his ceiling is high. His floor is also very high. So I got him at number one. Uh, can on I, the top floor. Can I uh, make a... Uh, I'm guessing that your number two is George Kittle. Do you have the uh, receiving touchdowns on him last year? I don't on me, no. I, I don't have internet. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe it was five or less. For really? Two. Yeah. Kittles? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. I'm looking it up. Give me a sec. All right. Uh, I'll start with my number two. It is Kelsey. Uh... Besides just being a stud, uh, this pick's just justified from uh, past years. I don't think see anything changing, even with all the great weapons. And even with the Mahomes injury, I see him as a top three tight end. Uh, Joe, do you want to go with your number two? Uh, my number two is Kittle. You know, he, I think he's a strong all around, really blocking, catching, you know, everything he wants to do, he can do it. And he, he catches everything thrown to him pretty much. Uh, he's going to be, I think he's the next, you know, big star tight end like Gronk was, you know, around what, 2013 or something like that. He's the number one guy at his position, or he's going to be the number one guy. He's going to get paid. He's, when you think of, uh, you know. He did get paid. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's following in that footsteps of stardom that Gronk kind of laid out for a tight end there a few years back. All right. Does it scare you at all uh, with George Kittle? That since he's so physical with the blocking, with um, instead of running out of bounds, he uh, lowers the shoulder, lowers shoulder and takes some damage. Uh, does that scare you at all? Because I mean, Gronk kind of broke down with that play style too. Yeah, I, it doesn't scare me a whole awful lot. I think it'll a strong, very strong guy. I think he's inflicting more pain than he's taking. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think he'll break down eventually, like Gronk did. I mean, it's a tough. It's a tough game and he's playing a tough position but it doesn't really scare me especially at least they're right, not right now it doesn't scare me okay uh jack yeah he only had five touchdowns by the way oh. really yeah um my number two i had kelsey he's also a man doesn't block as well but still a good blocker he's got all that speed to distract him he's got great hands and kind of has a good nose for finding that open spot in the field, so. Okay. And uh, one thing I did want to mention uh, before this top tight ends uh, thing, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day um, about fantasy football, and you know that, uh, of course, the top three was uh, Kittle, Kelsey, and Ertz, uh, but the next three that was in a tier afterwards was O.J. Howard, big disappointment, Hunter Henry, not as good, and uh, oh, who was the other one? Evan Ingram. Like, all of them had kind of disappointing years with injuries and stuff like that. I think that's crazy. Titan's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, but just to add that, uh, my number three is uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, he's Lamar's favorite target, and uh, with a lack of like high volume receivers getting a lot of targets, like Hollywood Brown probably won't get like ridiculous targets because he's a big play guy. Uh, I think that helps Andrews out this season. Uh, and if Lamar like develops as a passer, it only helps Andrews. Uh, Jack, I have Zach Ertz at my number three. Um, like he, if he stays healthy, and if the rest of the Eagles team stays healthy, which they've had problems with apparently every year, all the time, in every position. Yeah. But I think he's still a freak, and he's got a smoking hot wife, and I think he'll have a big year this year. All right. Joe? Uh, my number three, I have Mark Andrews as well. Uh, like you said, he's one of his, or Lamar's probably favorite target, and uh, he's going to have a good year. Uh, another thing I was thinking of, you know, if defenses start to kind of maybe figure out Lamar a little bit or try and contain him a little bit better, you know, he's going to be looking to his tight ends and probably running backs on those short routes a lot mm-hmm. if, you know, he gets into trouble. And that's only going to be good for Mark Andrews. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, so uh, my number four, uh, Zach Ertz. 
Uh, Ertz has always been considered top three uh, tight end, but uh, with Dallas Goddard kind of uh, emerging and a better receiving core and hopefully a healthy receiving core, I see his targets going down. He's still going to be a stud. Uh, he's still going to have production, uh, but four is where I put him. Uh, Jack. Uh, my number four, Darren Waller. Okay. Yeah, a breakout season last year. He's got crazy good potential. He's going to have Winnett uh, to kind of mentor him. He had a big upgrade with the receiving core around him. And he'll be a fantasy steal again. Uh, watch for him. Not uh, as big of a steal. A, he's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he won't be as big of a steal. Now he's on the radar. Couple. Yeah, but. Couple. Like, oh, yeah, one year. yeah, that's true. And he's an older dude. I think he's 27, 28. No. Prime. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you're number four. Uh, I got Zach Ertz here. Uh, you know, like all the reasons we just talked about, um, you guys covered it pretty well. I don't know how much more I can add to that. So. All right, look at us, Joe. We're on the same page. Yeah. Did you guys talk about this before or what? <laughs> Alright, so my number five is Darren Waller. Uh, Henry Ruggs being there doesn't bother me, uh, but Hunter Renfro uh, at the end of the year started playing more, and Waller's numbers dropped, and uh, that's kind of evidence to me of why I'm kind of shaky on him. I almost didn't have him in my top five, but just uh, talent and then Derek Carr's kind of play style um, had me put him in the top five. Uh, Jack? My number five, I had Henry. He's a true tight end. No blocking and catching. He could have an exciting season with uh, a lot more chances at big plays for him. With Tyrod rolling out, doing play action, all that, he can probably get some, some nice sneaky underneath routes and be able to break it and do his thing and hit some people on first yards. So I think he'll have a big year. All right, do you think uh, Hunter Henry does better with Tyrod Taylor or Phil Rivers? Because I'm with you with rollouts and stuff with Tyrod. I think that does help Hunter Henry more yeah. than... Yeah, I think it'll help him a lot just because I think I think just having a more mobile quarterback, you know, while when you're a uh, top-tier great quarterback, your eyes stay downfield. You can find the big hit downfield, but Tyrod's more looking to run so his eyes are down closer to the goal line so he's going to find the underneath guy first so I think that's why it's probably a lot better for him. Okay. Uh, Joe, you're number five. Uh, number five, I have Gronkowski. Ooh. Yep. I have the same doubts about the situation as I had with Evans. I had him Evans 5-2. Uh, not playing for two years also kind of worries me but uh, he's Tom Brady's pretty much safety blanket for this season it's you know is one uh, thing that he knows exactly where Gronk's gonna be he's not you know that connection between him and Gronk is you know crazy good uh he could fall out of the top 10 he could you know stay at number five or whatever but I think that his connection with Tom helps him out a lot yeah and especially with an off season where we've seen Brady work out with the receivers and stuff but like not in like a real practice setting. There won't be preseason, so uh, Brady might be forced to rely on his Gronk and uh, Gronk Brady connection until Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and him kind of get a connection. So I don't mind that pick. Uh, my number six, I have Tyler Higby from the Rams. Uh, last year's like late season emerge. Uh, he emerged as a uh, Really good uh, run after catch guy. Uh, someone Jared Goff looks after or looks to. And uh, plus, plus uh, Cook's leaving. Uh, I think McVay and Goff will kind of try and get Higby more involved. Uh, the only thing that scares me, and I almost put him in the top five instead of Darren Waller, but uh, with Everett coming back, I just don't know how they play uh, the tight end position, so I put him at six. Uh, Jack, you're six. Uh, my six, I had Mark Andrews. Uh, he would be higher, but they ran a lot of multiple tight end sets last year, so kind of that. And then having 
Lamar being that dual threat quarterback, that's kind of going to make anybody successful at tight end. So, I mean, I can see him having a good year. I just think that it's not going to be as great as the other guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Even with, like, the Hayden Hurst uh, getting out of Baltimore? Yeah, because I think think Hayden Hurst was, like, like when they would run their multiple tight end sets, they'd have eyes on both of them. So now it kind of turns more to be centered on him. And I think having this offseason to watch film and kind of see how they're getting them more open, I think that that kind of helps them, helps defenses prepare for him and know how to defend against him. So I think I think he still has, I think he's going to be about the same year that he had last year, just maybe a little bit of a drop. Okay. Uh, Joe, you're number six. I got Darren Waller. Um, you know, like I said, breakout season for him last year. And really, number six, I have it right now is just a placeholder. He could, by the end of the year, I would be surprised if he told me he's a top five. But I guess, you know. If he told you that. It's there for it to happen, you know. I would not be surprised one bit. Yeah, I, but right now, I have number six, though. Oh. Uh, let's go to number seven. I had Hayden Hurst. Uh, now with the Falcons, uh, Falcons didn't give up a second round pick to not use Hurst like Cooper. And uh, Hurst is physical. He's athletic. Matt Ryan just said he's the most athletic tight end he's ever seen. And he had Gonzalez too. Yeah. So uh, that, that kind of excites me. Um, so I think he does get uh, Hooper type targets. And Hooper was the uh, number one tight end uh, in the first couple of weeks before he went down with injury. So I expect a lot from Hurst. Uh, Jack, you're number seven. At my number seven, I have Evan Ingram. Uh, freakish speed. He's got a new coach, which I think is going to be good for him. Having uh, Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator, he obviously has experience with getting tight ends involved and he's got a really good tight end there with having uh, Jones and Barkley kind of mature a little bit more Okay. mainly Jones uh, I think that helps them too and hopefully they can have their receivers kind of emerge a little bit more I think that he's going to get I think that them having all those other focal points I think he's going to get a lot of attention because their receivers aren't that great that he's going to be more like their number one receiver now. So I think he could have a huge year. So I'm excited for him. All right. Joe, you're number seven. I got Evan Ingram as well. Uh, Let's go. My question is, you know, we talked about before, it's a kind of a strange coaching situation with Garrett as the OC and what's his name as the head coach and all that. But then again, you know, Garrett had Whitney do what he's doing with Witt and maybe Evan Ingram can uh, kind of replicate that and having Saquon on that team definitely opens up some passing lanes for Evan Ingram alright and this question this question's for both of you guys since you have uh, the same pick does it scare you that uh, Freddie Kitchens is the tight end coach no no god he's such a bad coach though I think you can hold my head coach for I think that I think that like with Jason Garrett, like he was, he's a really good offensive coordinator, but head coach he wasn't. I mean, he was a good, he was a decent head coach. He wasn't like as good. Yeah. I think that finding a different role, more focal role for him, I think that he can still be okay. But at the same time, I don't know how much coaching you really need to be when you have that kind of talent and athleticism. That's true. All right, uh, for my number eight, I also had Evan Ingram. I think you guys covered it pretty well. Uh, Jack, you're number eight. My number eight, I had David Njoku. Ooh. Kind of a surprise pick here. I know that they paid Austin Cooper to be there, but Njoku's young, athletic. He's got really long arms, huge hands, so he can, he can go out for balls that are kind of misthrown a little bit. It's all sort of vanish of blocking. He was injured last year, but... You know, I had him on fantasy, and he was exciting to see. Uh, and then having those, having Landry and OBJ kind of clearing out things on the deep threats, I think he's going to have kind of that similar 
looks for uh, like Kelsey gets. I don't think Cooper's gonna. I don't think Cooper's gonna be anything there. I think that they made a mistake paying him personally. Yeah, I would uh, not maybe, have paid him ten million a year. Maybe they'll run a couple. I know they might try to run multi tight end sets because they got Chubb back there. Make it make a couple play actions off that. People might think, oh, right up the play action. They just paid Cooper a bunch of money. That Jacoby's gonna get the hit though. So yeah. that's kind of where I went with it. And I also wouldn't be surprised. I know that he said originally that if Freddie Kitchens was the head coach, he was he wasn't going to be playing for the Browns. So if I still would not be surprised if a trade ended up coming up sometime soon or in the, even in the middle of the season, and he goes somewhere. Okay. Yeah, because uh, David Njoku did request a trade, and then he uh, he said he wants to be with the Browns after meeting with the staff. So I got a feeling that the Browns do have a plan for him. So that, exactly. that might be a good call. Uh, Joe, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight, I have Jared Cook. I think he's going to get it cooking with the Saints off. <laughs> Shut up. Boo! <laughs> uh, got it. Oh, God. Okay, so my number nine is Jared Cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cook was very consistent last year. Um and he had a career year the year before with the Raiders. Uh, I kind of dropped him with the addition of Sanders, but uh, I like his production floor. I think that top ten is easily in his uh, top ten he can get easily uh, with Breeze being quarterback. Uh, Jack, you're number nine. My number nine, I had Gronk. Uh, he kind of had to be on this list. He's still Gronk. But while you guys had him a lot higher, I just I I think that he's going to be in worse shape having that year off. I don't think I mean he could have been training like crazy. I don't know. I think it's just going to be another adjustment that's going to take quite a few games for him to get back into the game shape and get the mental focus to be where he needs to be to be one of those top tight ends. So that's why I dropped him. But Right. He's still going to be putting up grump numbers, so. Okay. Uh, Joe, you're number nine. Uh, my number nine, I got Hunter Henry. Uh, he's, like, you guys have talked about him, and he's young. I just don't really like the quarterback situation yet, so that's what kind of why I have nine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my number ten is Jonu Smith uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Um, with Delaney Walker gone, um, and with him hurt last year, he had uh, quite a big, ga- quite a few big games. Uh, he has high upside, super athletic. Uh, Ryan T- Tannehill already uh, kind of made a connection with him, so I think uh, Johnny Smith is kind of my sleeper for uh, being a top tight end. So I put him at number ten. Uh, Jack. Uh, sure, I want to add to you. I like that. I mean, I kind of forgot about him. I like that because him and then I think tight end, I think tight ends do way better when they have a good run game because they're leaking out you know mm-hmm. they're seeing a play action come and then they think they're getting off a block off a tight end but really the tight end's just fucking faking a block and leaking out getting a, getting a nice catch and run so that's a good pick I like that yeah and uh, um, even last year uh, they used a couple uh, tight end uh, sweeps with him because he's yeah, so fast he's fast Anyways, what? Uh, yeah, at my number 10, I had Irv Smith Jr. kind of as my real dark horse on this list. That is very dark horse. I think he's a secret weapon that's going to come out this year with Diggs moving on. They've got Thielen. Adam Thielen has number one receiver. I'm not high on him. I don't think he's as good as what people say. I do think he's a good receiver. I don't think he's anywhere near what a number one receiver should be. But He's a number two. He's, he's the best number two. Yeah, so depending, I mean, Justin Jefferson can have the year or whatever. Yeah. I think Irv Smith has a good year because they've got Dalton Cook running the ball. And Rudolph is he's aging now. He's kind of gotta be dropping his numbers. I don't think he had great numbers last year either, but I think I think that him Smith there will have a really nice sophomore year. And yeah, I think it's just gonna be nice. He's got good size and speed, so I think he's gonna have a really Nice breakout year. 
Yeah, and he was uh, first round or second round last year's draft. Didn't tell you. I want to say second, though. I think it's second, too. Uh, Joe, what's your number 10? Uh, my number 10, I got Austin Cooper. I think he's going to sneak in and have a top 10 season. I do have a lot of question marks about him, though. You know, we talked about Njoku. I'm not big on the Browns, and I think he's overpaid. But despite all that, I still put him at number 10. All right. All right, so uh, honorable mentions. Um, I had Hunter Henry. Um, that just kind of Tyrod Taylor. Um, I don't know how well it fits, and I'm I I'm high on the tight ends I had before him. Uh, I think it's kind of a tight end like pretty good depth year. So Hunter Henry fell. A lot, the, of, a lot of possibilities for tight ends this year. You don't really know how they're going to go. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's said every year, like, ooh, I'm excited about these tight end class, and then it ends up you want just six of them. So, but uh, Hunter Henry, and then I also have Mike Gusecki. Uh Fitzpatrick really liked him as a target, uh, especially when I can't remember the rookie wide receiver's name um, that got hurt last year, but he was playing well. Oh, but, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, but once he went down also... Uh, he played very well, and I see that happening a lot. And even if uh, Tua comes in, Tua is known to use his tight ends as well, so that doesn't bother me at all. Uh, Jack, your honorable mentions. I had Jaseki uh, as well. I had Austin Hooper in there. And then the two that I want to see pop out this year is Noah Fan and Will Disley. Okay. Uh, who do you think is going to get the start um, in Seattle? Do you think it's going to be Will Disley, or do you think it's going to be Greg Olson? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I would assume it's probably going to be Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. However, I think that Disley's going to have more production just because of Olson. I don't want to say his age or anything because he's still Greg Olson, but I don't know. I just think that this is going to have a, a nice production here. Oh. Right. Yeah, and they do use a lot of uh, two tight end sets. Um, they used it last year with Will Disley, uh, Jacob Hollister, um, a couple other ones I can't remember, but, yeah. They still got... Huh? Do they still have Luke Wilson? Uh, I, I think, yes. He either is still on the Seahawks or he got... Traded to the Steelers. Oh, oh God, I forgot about it. I wish we could put more on missions. Vance McDonald's probably. Well, Eric Ebron went there too. Oh, my God, there's a lot of. Yeah, tight ends are weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, mine, I got Higby. Rams, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sold on Jared Cook or uh, Jared Goff being some great quarterback, but I think it. He'd be an okay. He could sneak in, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. And then I got Disley coming off the injury. He, you know, started off pretty strong last year. Maybe he can get back. Just too many question marks to put him in the top ten. Oh, I did not expect you guys to go the uh, Disley route. Very he was weird. Really good when he was playing. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I don't know. That's kind of just a sneaky good dark horse. All right. I'm excited to see what he does. You guys have anything else to add with wide receivers and uh, tight ends? No. Thought you want to make your bet on that ceiling shit yet? <laughs> uh, have you thought of the uh, terms? I didn't think I had to. I thought you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. I've been talking. All right. Uh, oh, my. What the hell? We will update you on the bet so that you can keep track of it. Uh... If you like the episode, share with a friend, share with uh, family. Follow us on Twitter at Scoop Podcast. Uh, we have a new Instagram, Scoop. Then there's an underscore, and then the word score. <laughs> Learn that. Scoop underscore score. Yep, Scoop underscore score. And uh, yeah, just keep listening. Uh, this is Jack Wilson, Joe Crostek, and Jacob Herbert signing wait, off. Wait, what? Wait. Really quick. Everybody tell Joe that he needs to join 
the Bills Mafia. <laughs> and we will all we'll put up a video of Joe breaking a table. Ooh. Yep, uh, email is in the uh, podcast subscription. Uh, we get enough emails that he should join Bill's Mafia. He will go through a table. We will put it on Twitter, what? on Instagram. <laughs> what? All right, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll set some terms, Joe. We'll make a deal. <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, the Joe Crossdex fan for agency is still, still going. So. All right. Love it. All right.